And welcome back, everyone, to another edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, and my co-host, uh, Hall of Fame Coach Ted Hugh, will be along shortly. And we're going to be discussing 1996 in the North-South All-Star Game that took place uh, back in 1996. We're going to have Coach Mark Hayes on. He was a member of the coaching staff of the South Squad. And he'll be telling us a little bit about his background as well as his involvement in the North-South game for 1996. And those of you who have followed us know that the last several weeks we've been talking to the North-South All-Star staff and head coaches for this upcoming game on July the 15th at uh, North Central uh, coming up here uh, in 2022. And we've had a great time talking to the coaches and them talking about their players and uh, their backgrounds on coaching. And it's been a lot of fun. But now we're getting back in cahoots with our roots as we'll explore 1996. Stay tuned. Big Cat Promotions is a promotional and fundraising distributor of well over 100,000 products. Everything from megaphones to stadium cushions, player posters, we can give you a quote on any promotional or fundraising item you can think of. Koozies, mini footballs, helmet and locker stickers, Big Cat Promotions has got you covered. So the next time you need or are considering a promotional or a fundraising product, give me, the Big Cat, a call. And we will give you a quote from a number of vendors so you can shop and compare. Big Cat Promotions, 574-551-5916. That's 574-551-5916. Call today. Big Cat Promotions is a proud sponsor of the official podcast of the Indiana Football Coaches Association. And welcome back, everyone, once again to another edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, and along with me, of course, is my co-host, Hall of Fame Coach Ted Huber, and he has Coach Haste with us, Mark Haste. And Coach Haste, uh, I'll let Ted introduce him and tell you a little bit about him, and uh, then Coach Haste will tell us a little bit about his background as we explore uh, the All-Star Year of 1996. So, uh, Coach Huber, take over from there. All right, Mark Hayes, thanks for doing this. We appreciate it. Uh, football coach, uh, we're talking tonight. Now I know you're a girls track coach. But anyway, Mark, uh, why don't you fill us in on uh, your coaching background leading into this uh, uh, great program we're going to have. All right. Um, started Went to Butler University and played football for Bill Sylvester and Bill Lynch. And then was a graduate assistant coach for Coach Lynch in 1986. And then 87, became the defensive line coach there at Butler. Um, went from there to Ron Colley High School with Billy Sylvester as his defensive coordinator. And then in 1990, took over the head coaching position at Tri-West High School and was there for 16 years. And from there, moved to North Central, where the head coach for three years before I got out of football. All right, tell us where is Tri West Hendricks High School? Tri West Hendricks High School is in Lisbon, Indiana. It's about um, about ten miles further west of uh, Brownsburg on seventy four. All right, why is Tri West such a good football school? Tri West is a good football school because football is important to uh, the community. Uh, I've always felt like that 
You're never going to be successful any place unless it's important whether you win or not. And if they don't have that uh, desire to win and expectation to win, then you got to figure out how to develop it because that's uh, what breeds the success in your program. Okay, so uh, basically uh, you had a lot of success there, obviously, with uh, two runner-ups and uh, three state championships, I think, which we could talk about. Uh, Chris Cool uh, had a state championship after that, and uh, they continue to be successful. So uh, you did a great job of getting that thing rolling over there. Uh, it was, let me ask you this. Was Mike Gillen at Tri-West at one time? Mike Gillen is who I replaced. So they were runners up in uh, 89, and then he left to become the head coach at his alma mater, Decatur Central. Okay. And then I came in in 90. Okay. So why don't you run us through your uh, state championship runner-up and uh, winning uh, programs that you were involved with? Uh, 1995, we were a pretty senior-dominated team um, and went 12-2 and two, uh, and finished state runner-up to Carroll um, by Lafayette. Um, and that group really had started as pretty much as sophomores. Um, sophomore, when they were sophomores, Knew that they were pretty talented. Uh, record wasn't real good, but just kept getting better every week. And they did a nice job staying together, and you know, ended up uh, reaping that success when they were uh, seniors of uh, getting to the state championship. Um, fell a little short uh, that year, but then we got the opportunity in '96 to turn around and. With basically a different group of kids that were uh, pretty talented that we had raised up through our youth program, and they went fourteen and zero and met the same uh, Carroll team in the state finals and were able to win in '96. Hey, that's the year uh, after what we're talking about today. The year you were runner up is actually uh, what we're talking about today, uh, 95, and then, of course, mm-hmm. went into the 96 All-Star game, right? Correct. Yeah, okay. All right, so now you're one and one. Keep one going. and one. One, one and one. 97, we, were, we got beat in the sectional final. Probably was our most prolific offensive team, um, you know, Actually got the uh, our best player hurt in that game, which probably had a little something to do with the, uh, the outcome. Uh, you know, that kid went on to play at University of Indianapolis and was uh, an All-American. So I think he probably would have made a little bit of difference in the game. Who was what was his name? Chris Volt. Okay, all right. And so that was ninety-seven. Then, you know, the one thing about success is it um, sometimes you get a little comfortable and everybody thinks that that's just going to continue to occur. And, you know, we all know that you got to keep 
uh, working is a lot harder to stay at the top of that mountain than it is to climb it. Um, <laughs> so, 98, 99, 2000, um, you know, we kind of started putting it all back together again. You know, it's, uh, you look back on it and you can kind of see the, you know, the years that we went through and won it, you know, that group in, 95, 96, you know, we're able to watch that 89 runner up team from, uh, coach Gillen, you know, and our 95, 96 team kind of set the example for the 2003, 2004 group, you know, that, uh, you know, won 40 some games and, mm-hmm. uh, and two state titles. Right. So, um, had, you know, a lot of success and then, Chris took over when I left uh, to go to North Central, and and he won another one. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So one of my the head coach at Tri West now, Jason Ward, was actually on the '95 and '96 team that played for me. Oh, so, wow. oh, that's great. Yep. So Jason's doing a good job, and you know the community's continuing to grow, and school's getting bigger, and. Um, so he's doing a good job. Yeah. I always think it speaks well of a program for a program when, uh, the guys that were played in the program and involved in it come back and are actually involved in coaching and working with the program. And in this case, of course, becoming a head coach, I think that speaks volumes for a a successful program. That's, um, that's what we always tried, tried to do. And, uh, the majority of our coaches, um, you know, I had several guys that coached for me to play for Coach Gillen. And then, you know, you know, as you get older, then all of a sudden the guys that played for you start coming back. <laughs> yeah, and, right. like, you know, how'd this happen? Yeah. Um, and so there are several guys that played for me that are coaching for uh, Jason now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of kind of cool, cool to uh, watch all, watch all of those things. Uh, happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, now this, you started out at 1A the first three times you were in the state finals, and then the last two, when you won them, you were in 2A. Is Tri-West now a 3A school? They are a 3A school. Okay, okay, 3A, okay. So, so they're getting, getting, yeah. Yeah, they're get, getting bigger. Um, so they, the school now is one. Uh, they've been runners up in 2A. They were 2A the year before I got there. We dropped down uh, to 1A. So we were in 1A, 95, 96, and then 2A in 03 and 04. And the last one they won was in 3A. So moving okay. up moving up into the classes was a result of the school growing in size, not the success factor. Is that is that Correct. correct. Okay. The success factor was not around at that at, okay okay at that time so the school just the size yeah. of your male population yeah it right. is need to grow right okay wow okay now you know we've got a, a bunch of coaches here that uh, I think we we need to get to and and boy what a list of players we got in this game absolutely I didn't realize it so I started researching it. Uh, uh, you know, we get to talk about that. I think maybe, Dave, I don't know if you will agree with me here, but maybe we ought to look at 
five state championships, which will lead us into the coaches because there's a whole bunch of them uh, on this list. Right. Absolutely. Okay. What do you think, Dave? Uh, you want to go ahead and take take care of that? Do you want me to do it? Or? No, I, I've got it here in front of me here. All right. Uh, All the right. 95 state championship in 5A, Penn, Penn was 14-0 and under Chris Giesman. They topped um, Evansville North, who was 13-1 and on that season. Uh, they beat him 35 to 13 uh, in the 5A and 4A. Fort Wayne Wayne uh, was 12 and two at the time, uh, and they went up against Franklin County, and uh, they won. Fort Wayne Wayne won by a score of 28 to eight in that contest in 4A and 3A South. And both is, of those coaches, by the way, are in this game. Yeah, are okay. in the All Star game. Right. You know. Yeah, that's correct. Mark Newland and uh, and uh, Chris Giesman. No. Can't oh, Grider. Oh, Crank Grider. Yeah, right, right, right. He's the head coach of the North. Right. That's it. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And okay. then in 3A, uh, South Bend St. Joe uh, topped uh, Jasper by a score of 28 to nothing. Uh, that was Frank Amato was head coach at St. Joe then, and uh, the legendary Jerry Brewer was head coach at uh, Jasper. Um, and then in 2A, North Montgomery uh, beat Bremen tight one. I remember this game 20 to 17. Um, Charlie. Um, Craterman, uh, German, German was the uh, head coach of North Montgomery, and Marty Huber, someone that we know quite well, was the uh, soon to be inducted in the Hall of Fame. Was also uh, was the head coach of Bremen, uh, and then in one uh, A, uh, Carol of Flora topped Tri West uh, twenty six to thirteen um, in that competition to win the state championship. So those were the state champions. From uh, 1995. All right. So, you know, if, when we look at this, let's look at the South coaches. Since you were on the South staff. Uh, right, Mark? Or were you on the North staff? I was on the South. South staff. South, yeah. okay. Let's, let's, look at, uh, let's look at the North staff, okay? Who was the head coach of the North? Or South, I mean. We'll go to the South first. Okay. Kent Greider was the head coach of the South. Uh, from Franklin County. Craig Barr was on the staff from Chittard. Uh James Blankenship from Wood Memorial. Rob Cutter from Hamilton Southeastern. Butler guy. Mm-hmm. Reed May from Brownstown Central. And Jeff Ritchie from Seymour. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so if you you know if you look at that, uh, Craig Barr first of all was a two-time state champion in that Chittard, right? Okay. Uh, right. Indianapolis Chittard. Uh, of course, there's been a lot of state champions at Indianapolis Chittard. Right. Right. Okay. Um, and so as we, as we go down that list, Rob Cutter uh, has been a runner-up. Uh, he's getting he was inducted uh, a year ago or elected a year ago to the Hall of Fame in 2021. And, uh, of course, uh, Mark, you're on that. And then uh, you mentioned uh, Reed May, who's been at Brownstown Central forever. Forever, yeah. And then uh, Jeff Ritchie, who was an assistant coach for Joe Goodman for a long time at uh, Seymour and then became the head coach when Joe gave it up. Right. So um, those are the guys that you coached with. Uh, any, uh, recollection of, uh, any funny stories or anything, Mark, about that group? Oh, we, we, we had a good time. You know, the best part about coaching in the all-star game is getting to actually spend a week with 
coaches that, you know, you know somewhat, but until you actually like live with them for a week and go through, through practice, it just kind of takes it to, uh, you know, a different level, mm-hmm. you know, became, uh, pretty good friends with Reed and Jeff Ritchie through, um, you know, coaching in the all-star game and, you know, friendships that have carried on today, you know, till today. And, you know, Cutter and I, Rob and I played together at Butler. He was two years behind me, but he was the quarterback my senior year. Oh, okay. Um, so, and I had known Craig. You know, Kent was actually the one that probably uh, knew the least going in, going into the game and going into that week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, good, good time. Um, funny coaching story, not any that jump off, jump off the page from this year. Right. We can do that. Okay. Yeah. We mentioned, uh, you know, if you, you know, it's a, we got a couple, uh, Ray Bold award winners that year. I don't know, Dave, if you mentioned that, no, in your intro or not, but uh, we've got a couple that are uh, uh, fairly significant uh, people that played in the All Star Game. Okay, right. um, from uh, Evansville, Harrison, we have a young man by the name of Kevin Hardy who only played in the league for played at Illinois and right. uh, was a All Big Ten player and played in the league eight or nine years in the NFL. Right, and then uh, a Cole Rabel Award winner was Derek Mays from North Central, uh, wide receiver who uh, uh, played at that little school up north uh, here in Indiana right. uh, called Notre Dame. So, right, uh, you know, kind of uh, kind of significant, uh, you know, award winners for for the nineteen ninety six game. Absolutely. Yeah. And the Ray uh, Bolt, just so, just to remind everyone, the Ray Bolt are guys that have gone through, uh, obviously, football programs, play uh, at a different level. They don't necessarily have to have played at a different level, but these cases, they did. And then they contribute back to their communities and to society in general. That's that award. Uh, am I framing that right, Ted? Yeah, you are. It's, uh, you know, named after uh, Mike Ray Bolt, who was, uh, co-founder with Phil Dickens, Coach Dickens, uh, for the All-Star Game and played at IU and played in the league with the Bears. Uh, and um, he, uh, you know, we, they named an award after him, and it, it's a very prestigious award. I mean, right. if we went down the list uh, and listed every great old award winner, it would knock your socks off. Yeah, be a who's who. Uh, you know, those people that know something about Indiana football. I'll tell you that. Right. Now, the North coaching staff, okay? North coaching staff, Mark Newland, who uh, started out coaching down south but ended up at Fort Wayne Wayne, uh, was the state champion, uh, was the runner-up with the same, basically the same group. Uh, And then, uh, am I on the right page here? Yep. Okay. Right. And uh, we've got, you know, uh, Craig Buzia, who uh, was Portage, and uh, he went to Illinois a few years ago. Now he just come back. 
and now he's a crown point. And uh, uh, he was a runner-up. Uh, he was a runner-up uh, 1997, I think, in, a, in the state championship. Uh, there's a guy named Tom Condon at Plymouth. You bet. Who Dave, I'm sure you ran into Absolutely. because he was a wrestling official. Absolutely, yes. Uh, highly successful wrestling official uh, with a head football coach at Plymouth. Uh, John Barron uh, was his assistant. And then when Tom gave it up, John Barron became the head coach at Plymouth. Right. Uh, so uh, Tom Condon. Uh, Steve Cooley. Uh, that name should ring a bell uh, the last few weeks that we've talked about because Steve Cooley, who is now at New Albany, uh, is on a uh, 2022 All-Star staff. Right. Right. And so uh, Steve Cooley uh, was an assistant in the game, and he was at Fort Wayne Hardy. Right. Uh, I think if I'm not mistaken that Sherwood Hayock uh, he succeeded Sherwood at Fort Wayne Hardy. There right. some really good teams at Fort Wayne mm-hmm. Hardy, and uh, Fort Wayne Hardy is no longer a high school no. in Fort Wayne. That's okay? right. Uh, now they'll probably go to Snyder. Uh, right. little humor there, uh, not much. But, no. um, you know, for, uh, Doug Denny. Uh, Doug Denny was in Yorktown, and late in his here he uh, ended up as a famous bus driver for Coach Bob Gaddis at Columbus East. Okay. Uh, and his retirement. Uh, not too many people probably would know that. But uh, anyway, John Hendricks, uh, that name should ring a bell. Uh, that was the guy on the other side of the field uh, for Coach Hayes here two years in a row. Uh, right. The first year he won, second year Mark won. Right, uh, and he now has returned to his alma mater, which is Winnemac. Oh wow, yeah. Okay. He's now at Winnemac, and uh, I'm sure that's where he'll finish his career because that's that's home for him. Sure. Okay. And then we have uh, what am I missing here? Tom uh, Kerr. Tom Kerr. Yeah. Uh, Tom Kerr was at Hobart, was an assistant um, at Hobart for years and years and years, and he. Uh, in fact, uh, when the IFPA started giving uh, coaching awards, Assistant Coach of the Year awards, Tom Kerr was the first winner of the Assistant okay. Coach of the Year. Okay, mm-hmm. And I think that Hobart uh, was like three state championships, seven or eight runner-ups, and he was a very integral part of all those. So, right, right. Um, those are the, you know, those are the coaches of the North. Now, uh, I think uh, you know we we this is a really really good good staff. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, this is really good staff. And uh, do you remember, uh, Mark? Uh, I want to prove a point here. Uh, who won the game? Uh, uh, the North did. Okay. I, I just I just know that because I remember <laughs> it because I. Coached in the game three times, and I was zero and three. Oh, really? <laughs> if, if, that, if that matters, right? Uh, yeah. But it it doesn't matter, right? You know, we, it was uh, it was a great time getting to know, you know, the coaches on the south. We hung out with the coaches in the north a little bit. You see, sure. uh, uh, Coach Kerr, you know, and Coach Hendricks, and I got got to know each other even better. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's, uh, that is the, uh, to me is the greatest part of the game. Sure. It, it, getting to be around other guys that love football. Right. We're always talking about the fact that, you know, I, I'm always talking about anyway, about really who, after the game's over and, you know, the next year or whatever, who, who remembers who won the right. game? Right. You know, I mean, uh, I just pointed at, you know, that North won the game was 14 to nothing. The only reason I know that is because it's written here on this sheet of paper. Right. Mm-hmm. But, right. But, um, you know, like you said, the, the most important thing is the relationships that you uh, have developed with the coaches, not only uh, the ones you coach, but against you uh, in the all-star game and have carried on lifelong friendships with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I think this naturally leads us up to uh, some of the players in the all-star game. Absolutely. So what, um, you know, what comes to your mind, uh, Mark, when, when you think about the guys that played in the uh, 1996 All-Star Game? Uh, I, co- I coached the defensive line, and you know, name name that uh, will strike a chord with uh, yeah, a little bit is uh, Sanaguro Rasunanguko, who played at Franklin Central, played at Ball State, uh, was a really good player, and my big goal during the week was it's important to me to call everybody by, you know, their proper name that their mother named them. And every time he walked by my room, I would try and pronounce that. And, right he, and he was always like, coach, just call me Gogo. Just call yeah, me Gogo. Right. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to pronounce it. So I can still pronounce Sunanguko, you know, all these years later. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, I'm kind of proud of that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you should be because I coached Go-Go at college. I know. When he came to Ball State, and I never did try to pronounce it. He was yeah. Go-Go to me. You're, he, you're a better man than I am. I, I, I was, I was going to learn how to pronounce it. And, uh, you know, anybody that knows me now knows that that is a miracle. But one, I could get it done, and two, I still remember it. <laughs> uh Probably the most famous uh, person on the South, you know, turned out is David Ballou, who is now the strength coach at the University of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Yeah. David played at IU uh, from Avon. Um, nice player. And, you know, has done great things on the strength and conditioning side. You know, spent some time at IU. And you know now is uh, at Alabama. Wow! Yeah, he was. He's been at Notre Dame. I mean, he's been everywhere as mm-hmm. a straight coach uh, at Indiana. And uh, you're right; he is at the University of Alabama. Holy Toledo! That's pretty good yeah. company. <laughs> they're they're pretty strong, just for the record. Yeah, but. they're 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 pretty strong, and and he definitely looked the part. As mm-hmm. a player, okay, and I saw him on TV on the sidelines. He still looks pretty daggone good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we had uh, Mr. Football was Earl Hannaford from Martinsville, right? That went on to IU. Uh, Donald Winston that played it for two from Cecina. Um, Kevin Cartwright from Jasper. 
Yeah. Uh, running back, Ball State. Yeah, running back, Ball State. Yep. So, uh, just some uh, really good kids at, yeah. at that time that are grown men mm-hmm. now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, how old would these kids be? Let's say they were in 1996. Uh, they they would have played in the All-Star game. So let's say they're 18 years old. Right. Uh, and so that is uh, 25, let's say 25. So um, how old would that be? So I they're mean, in 20 their, and 30, they're 40, their, they're 45 years old. Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Doesn't that make you feel, feel old? Make me feel old. That, that right. we're talking about are 45 right, right. years old. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, there was there, a guy named Brandon Gorin. Uh, speaking of Purdue, Dave, right. I thought I'd throw this in for you. Yes, I appreciate uh, that. Played at Muncie South, uh, was a lineman at Muncie South, and ended up uh, obviously in All-State. He was a, a, you know, a heck of a player at Purdue and then played in the league for about eight or nine years. And uh, I don't know, he was a really intelligent kid. I think he was a three-time All-Academic. All well, state. he went to Purdue. That With says it all. I mean, yeah. Three eight or three nine, <laughs> in spite of the fact that he went to Purdue. But anyway, uh, he's what? a three eight or three nine. But the thing that when I was doing some research on him, that I thought was interesting was that uh, uh, when I when I did this, and it was it's probably been a few months ago. But right. anyway, uh, it said that uh, his net worth was like uh, sixteen million dollars. Wow, kind of like yeah. yours, Ted. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, you, you can tell he's been, a, yeah, he's a former high school football coach. Right, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, and then. But the, anyway, Brandon Gorin, and, uh, you know, a tremendous football player. Yeah, the, uh, and, I wanted to mention, Ted, the NFL teams he was associated with that you listed in your research there were the Chargers, Patriots, Cardinals, Rams, and Bar- Broncos. And, of course, he is also the owner of two Super Bowl rings as uh, with the New right. England in 2004, 2005. So. Yeah, right. pretty pretty great credentials. Successful football, big part of the man's life, no question. Yeah. So. Yeah, there was another guy uh, named Nate Andrews. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, from northern Indiana up at uh, Northwood. Uh, I think he was like 11 uh, letter, uh, major letter winners at Northwood, uh, right. three-sporter. Uh, the credentials were amazing. You know, he was a running back and a DB. He was a state champ in the wrestling. I think 171. I watched watched him win that. I did. And he placed in three events in the state track meet as a high school senior. Tremendous. Uh, so naturally, um, you know, he, he had to be very, very intelligent too, because well, yeah. He ended up going to Harvard of the Midwest there in Muncie, Indiana, Is at Ball State. Cardinal. Uh, four-year letter winner as a DB. And, uh, you know, a really, really good football player. Uh, was an assistant coach uh, at Zionville for quite a while, six years, I think. Uh, and then he ends up being uh, the head coach at uh, LaPelle. And then he ends up going to Western, and now he's back home. Right. And uh, he is the head football coach at Northwood, where his father was the head football coach when he was just a little little guy. Right. right. And, then his, and his father, we, as Dave and I both know, his father 
tragically lost his life in an automobile accident at a very young age, I yep. think 44 years old. Way too young. And, um, you know, so uh, he's, this is a uh, extremely important job to him. Right. And we compete, of course, at Warsaw. We compete against Nate and his teams. And I'll tell you what, when you go in against Northwood, you better put your helmet on because they're going to play you. I mean, there's just no question about it. And uh, Nate's done a great job with the Northwood program, and uh, they are in the fight from the from the opening gun to the end of the contest. Uh, you're in a fight when you're with Northwood. So uh, Other names that I had listed, John Gentry. Uh, who uh, was from uh, Tri-County. I wonder how many kids uh, from Tri-County have ever played in the All-Star game. That's something that I need to look up. Um, four-year uh, letter winner, obviously. The four-year letter winner at U of Indy. Mm-hmm. Uh, played uh, college ball there at U of Indy. And, uh, played a little... Uh, I think he was elected to the U of India Hall of Fame mm-hmm. like in 2016 and uh, just uh, one of the one of the greats at U of India. Yeah. Played some pro ball Eddie too. Faulkner. Eddie Faulkner. Uh, <laughs> he, he was at Wisconsin. Uh, he's from Muncie Central. He uh, coached at Ball State with us for a while and then he went to uh, Northern Illinois. And then he went to Wisconsin. Now he was at North Carolina State. Now he's the running back coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, his his claim to fame when he was in college, or maybe it wasn't a claim to fame, but he was Ron Dane's backup. Oh, wow, yeah. Hey, remember Ron Dane that, you know, got 2,000 yards a year or whatever? Yeah. Um, Eddie was uh, his backup at Wisconsin wow, yeah. and uh, did a great job. Mm-hmm. Well, they won a couple, couple Big Ten championships, according to your research here, too, at Wisconsin. Yeah, they won a couple and went to the Rose Bowl twice. Right. Uh, you know, so Eddie enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he liked to play, but he enjoyed it. So, sure. Uh, you know. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, the list, uh, the I, list of people that you did your research on your coach, it's an impressive, and we've run across, in doing this, we've run across a number of the classes that have just got really high-profile players uh, that, you know, go on and uh, in a number of cases go on into the pros and then serve as coaches in the pros and certainly at the college level too. So this is an impressive list of uh, of young people that played in this game. Yeah, uh, you know, Mark, you know, mentioned all the guys that, that he remembered and everything. And then the one guy that I I will mention here is uh, uh, Ryan Kaniga. Yep. Because Ryan Kaniga played in the game. He's from Lawrenceburg, mm-hmm. uh, four-year letter winner there. He went to college. And his coaching, you know, was at Lawrenceburg, East Central, Lawrenceburg, Lawrenceburg, Lawrenceburg. And I would assume he'll probably be at Lawrenceburg forever. Right. So, uh uh, I ran into Ryan, uh, his, his father-in-law, his father-in-law used to be a real good, uh, really good friend of ours at Ball State. So okay. anyway, um, uh, you know, he, he was, uh, just think of all these people that we've mentioned, uh, you know, and something, a lot of them are in coaching now, right. a lot of them are, 
uh, worth 16 million. Right. And, you know, <laughs> there's just, it's just, uh, it's amazing, you know, and, and I wish I knew, uh, I wish I knew since you mentioned, uh, go, go, uh, I yep. wish I knew where go, go was. Do you have any idea, Mark? He, is he still in Indianapolis? Or? He was in Indianapolis. Um, I ran into him several years, years ago. Um, what he is exactly doing now, I don't know. Cause I kind of, kind of lost track of him, but he was back in town after, uh, ball state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if anybody, first of all, if anybody listens to this, but if you are listening to this and have any idea at all, give me a holler, uh, and uh, let me know if you know anything about Go Go, because I would be interested in that. You sure. know, it's, you know, to, to follow up on that. And he's in his mid forties now, and uh, you know, he's where did he go to high school, Mark? Franklin Central. Franklin mm-hmm. Central. Okay, Franklin Central. I didn't remember that, but yeah. boy, what, he was a good player. I know that. He yeah. he, he, he he went went. <laughs> go go, but he went went. Yeah, right. he did. Right, Ted. Did we mention Earl uh, Hannafort? Did you mention him yes. from Martinsville? Uh, okay, Mark mentioned him. Okay, he yeah, Martinsville. He's a quarterback. Right, world records. Uh, for whatever Mr. reason, Football, never that's quite, right. Mm-hmm. Never quite got to the level that uh, he would have liked to at Indiana. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, right, great. He was a he was a great kid, and, you know all his awards and everything. You kind of wonder, you know, just how grounded uh, they're going to be. And he was nothing but respectful, hardworking kid, nice, polite. Right. Um, you know, it, it's kind of one of those where you're like, okay, you can win all those awards and still be a good human being, and. I just always remember that about Earl. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, you got to believe that, uh, you know, have, have you ever heard of anybody from Martinsville that wasn't a nice guy? You're right. Uh, little, <laughs> little tongue in cheek there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I, 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 was, I, was, I was going down the coaching staff. Yeah, there you go. There right. you go. Okay. <laughs> This has been interesting. Yeah, this has been interesting getting back in the groove here, Dave. Right, uh, right. We've been away from know, this. We haven't been. Yeah. We haven't had this uh, lately. Right. And, uh, it's it's been good. Right. You know. Absolutely. I just, I just, it's just amazing to me that we had so many good players. And, right. You know, this is 1996, so uh, you know, it's it's getting down to the place where now we're going to have. Uh, you know, the really good players aren't going to play, but it, right. it, it, this, you know, it's just good group, good group, right. Mark. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole premise when we started doing this was to focus on the All-Star games year by year, and we started with 1967. Now we're up to 1996, and we'll carry this on all the way through, uh, you know, 2022 and beyond. But, uh, yeah, uh, to get back, because we've been working on just the – all-star game and the coaching staff and the players and stuff of the upcoming all-star game these last few weeks. But now we're back into uh, exploring the different years. And I tell you what, it's just a a great reminder of, uh, first of all, um, the kind of coaches like coach haste 
and the coaching staff, the quality coaches that you get to talk to and talk about, and then, of course, the players that make up the teams, uh, you know, they're just really amazing. And the impact that these guys, coaches and players, have on, had on their communities and uh, uh, on the people that they uh, surround themselves with. So it's, it's refreshing. Well, that, go, that goes back to, you know, what the game of football actually teaches. You know, mm. the teamwork, teamwork and, you know, you got to put uh, other people ahead of yourself mm. uh, a lot of the times. And, you know, it just, uh, it, it's amazing when you sit back and look at the history of Indiana football and all the people that have played and the oh, yeah. success. Yeah. And I, and, yeah, and coach, I think it's getting stronger too. I think that, uh, you know, the, uh, state coaches, uh, the football association, the IFCA has done a tremendous job of, uh, you know, promoting this sport, getting more involved. I mean, uh, I've got an interview. We haven't played it yet, but, uh, of a coach from Michigan, um, who, uh, we're going to be introducing eight man football into the state of Indiana here. Um, mm-hmm. there's a pilot program going on in that. Uh, and that's just going to further expand the football experience to the smaller schools who can play, uh, you know, an eight-man uh, kind of game as opposed to eleven-man uh, game. So um, it just continues to grow and expand. And uh, you know, that's thanks to guys like you and all the people that have come before that have built a solid foundation uh, for that Indiana football um, stands upon. So that's that's a great thing. So Ted, um, are we where are we at here? Are we uh, we got everything well, pretty well covered? Or yeah, I think so. Uh, next week uh, we'll have 1997, right? And uh, we're going to have uh, a player that played in the game in 1997. Okay, uh, kid by the name of Kyle Enright. Sure, his, uh, <laughs> father David Enright. Right. Uh, and I were really good friends right. and he was friends with a lot of people and talk about a good football coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're going to have, uh, we're going to have Kyle and, uh, we'll go from there. And then, uh, we've got another idea here, uh, that we're going to explore. Uh, we're going to have three weeks starting with the week of May the 8th. Uh, we're going to have three weeks of, uh, summer or off-season uh, program. Right. What you do in the we're program. We're going to talk to, we're going to talk to coaches and we're going to talk to the first week. Uh, we're going to talk to 1A and 2A coaches and uh, what they do in the off-season, uh, which includes from uh, January through uh, when school's out mm-hmm. and then in the summer and see what their goals are, see what uh, you know, what their program is right? and, uh, look at the scrimmages, what, what they, what they hope to accomplish with the scrimmages and, you know, just an overall view of the off season programs. Right. And then, uh, the next week, which would be the 15th of May, we will have the three and four A's. Right. And then the last week will be the five and six A's. So, right. um, we're going to have, uh, it will be, uh, two 1As and two 2As. So right. uh, we got four times three is 12 different coaches that are going to talk about their off-season program. And we just think that this is a Dave's idea. Uh, we just think this is a great idea because uh, 
uh, we're doing it in May. And, uh, so when you do it in May and it's before June, <laughs> you know, right. uh, it might give somebody an idea right. or, uh, you know, if you want to hear how other people do it, right. uh, I ask, and I'm sure he'll say yes, he hadn't responded yet, but I'm going to, but I ask, uh, Larry Bud Wright, sure. uh, at Sheridan, uh, if he would contribute to this and, um, uh, you know, he's only coached 56 years or something. Right. So, um, and it won nine state championships right. or whatever. And, <laughs> no. uh, so, you know, maybe just maybe he might be able to give somebody an idea. A little insight. Be, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. might be good. So right. anyway, as we do that and, uh, you know, and then we'll get down to the last week of May and I haven't talked to you about this day, but I got an idea. Okay. Maybe we ought to run the, uh, those uh, interviews that we had, just like your eight-man football interview, right, and right. and with those coaches' interviews that you had in a can uh, that we got at the clinic, and uh, that might be good for the uh, for race week. Sure, okay, because uh, uh, and that gets us into June, and right. geez, yeah, you know, Off here we go. are already. Yeah, so absolutely, yeah, we do have. On interviews yet with the head coach of Ball State, Coach New, and uh, uh, Coach Brom from uh, um, Purdue, and uh, we also have uh, the head coach from uh, Indiana University. Uh, he will also be with us, and uh, we'll uh, yep. I got all those interviews in the can, and uh, all those guys uh, yeah, talk. Coach Mark Smith yeah. from Indiana State. Right. Coach forever. Right. Yeah. Um, all those interviews are just, and they're all about 25 minutes long or so, and are just great interviews talking about people that just are in it for the right reason and talk about, and, you know, I mentioned it so many times, but it's just kind of the mantra that we have around here is, you know, not only do they teach you how to play really good football, they teach you how to be good people. And that's one thing that uh, uh, Coach Hayes, I know that you and uh, all of you guys that are kind of the founding fathers and foundation of Indiana high school football, uh, that's the message. It's the message across the board. I just, uh, any guy then, uh, that's been involved in it for a long time, uh, we continue to hear that message in one way or another. And, uh, we just really appreciate you, uh, spending some time with us and talking to us about, uh, your experience with that and, uh, the contribution you've made to Indiana high school football. Well, I've enjoyed listening to your podcast. That's a good way to drive to work and from work and, <laughs> stirs up a lot a lot of memories and everything i've got i've got an idea for one for you ted to sure. explore is uh you know uh big bill sylvester passed passed away this right. month and they go back and look through his coaching tree and people that have um played and Became high school football coaches from Butler University. Mm -hmm. When you start at that list, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, you're that'd be great. That'd be a great show. Yeah. Well, I will use you as a reference, okay? And then we will get uh, Bart. We'll get Lynch uh, to help contribute to this because yeah. obviously, you know, uh, they were amongst them. Sure. So. Great right. idea. Thank that's you. a good idea. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. So you go Dullahan, Belden, Hot Hurley. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Man, that's 
What yeah. a tree. You're right. That's uh, incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bill. Yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, side freeze. And when you, when you start looking at that list, it's like, holy moly. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. You're absolutely right. Good and, stuff. Yeah. And you, you coach with uh, his son, Billy. Yep. I coach, coach with Billy. And um, so, I mean, it, it really, and he kind of, and one of the Butler, Butler things, he, Big Bill stood up and started listing off people that had won state championships that were sitting in the room that were Butler grads in a holy moly. Yeah, that's so cool. That's a great story, yeah. Coach. That's a story that we need to tell. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So, I got it written down. There you go. So I'll yeah. Yeah. We'll make it happen. And we can't before you we sign off here, think about the guy down south, Dave. Absolutely. Uh, you know, he's he loved this show. Uh, I don't know, Mark, if you were, you probably weren't as fortunate because you're so young, but uh, <laughs> uh, Joe Talley was uh, one of our founding fathers. Yeah. Uh, he made, uh, if you've listened to this, these shows, you know uh, what he said. He said yep. he loved to be with football people and uh, that's the whole that's the whole the idea here. Absolutely. We love to be with football people. You bet. And, and it still holds true today. I like to be with football people. You bet. That's right. You bet. Well, Coach, thanks for being with us. Thanks for spending some time with us. It's thanks, always Dave. a great uh, chance to talk to you guys. And, uh, I mean, I just get goosebumps when I talk to you guys because uh, of, of what it all means and how what an impact it has had on generations after generation of kids and uh, coaches and families and everybody that's involved in a, in the football program. So uh, uh, thanks so much for being with us. I appreciate it, Dave. You bet. Have yourself a good evening, Coach. You too. See you, Dave. Thank, Thank you. See you, buddy. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Big Cat Promotions is a promotional and fundraising distributor of well over 100,000 products. Everything from megaphones to stadium cushions, player posters, we can give you a quote on any promotional or fundraising item you can think of. Koozies, mini footballs, helmet and locker stickers, Big Cat Promotions has got you covered. So the next time you need or are considering a promotional or a fundraising product, give me, the Big Cat, a call. And we will give you a quote from a number of vendors so you can shop and compare. Big Cat Promotions, 574-551-5916. That's 574-551-5916. Call today. Big Cat Promotions is a proud sponsor of the official podcast of the Indiana Football Coaches Association. And once again, uh, welcome back, everyone, to our podcast here for the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. And, Coach, another great interview with Coach Haste. Again, it never ceases to amaze me, these guys, with the knowledge they have of the players and of their experience and their coaching experiences and uh, getting a chance to share that with all of us. And uh, then, of course, sharing uh, with us their experience with uh, uh, the North-South All-Star game. And uh, Coach Hayes certainly didn't disappoint. He did a great job here of giving us some uh, background information on uh, that his life, his coaching tree, and also, of course, the game in 1996. Yeah, he you know he was very successful football coach. Oh I mean, yeah, Tri West, Tri West is where he had most of his success. But mm-hmm. uh, then he ended up going to North Central, and he still works at North Central. He's a girls' 
track coach there at North Central now. Right. And but he's been around Indianapolis his whole life, so mm-hmm. to speak. And uh, you know, he, he was very active in the coaches association. And right. you know, he just um, he, he's he's one of those guys that Joe Talley would really like. Yeah, absolutely. Because football was really really important to him. Right. And uh, he's just a great ambassador for football. Right. No question. Yeah. And um, I would imagine uh, I don't follow girls track too much, but I'm sure that uh, he's coached a number of champions uh, as a head coach at uh, North Central, one of the bigger high schools in the state of Indiana with a very fine uh, athletic program, including girls track. Yeah. Girls track's big at North Central. I mean, sure. you know, maybe not quite as big as their tennis, you know, they've won, umpteen of those but right. anyway uh you know there's athletes everywhere yeah. over there and sure. uh he's yeah and he enjoys doing it yeah. you know he really does enjoys being around it sure and uh you know it's just uh i think he would agree it uh, beats working yeah absolutely you know? absolutely all right coach you mentioned that a little bit here but we got coming up here we're going to kind of focus in uh next week we'll do 1997 and then after that we're going to focus in on uh, uh, the summer programs and the workouts and the kind of things that different coaches do. Uh, You've got a number of coaches lined up to talk about from the different classes about what they do in the uh, uh, springtime and on into the summer as we're gearing up for, uh, you know, the 2022 seasons uh, here in high school football in the state of Indiana. So that should be interesting uh, as we go through that. And, uh, you know, coaches listening in and uh, as you're building your program, you might be able to pick up a little bit of a tidbit on, uh, you know, how you want to go about, uh, uh, go about, uh, adding something maybe to your program. Well, we're going to highly publicize this through the sports you, uh, through the coaches association and also talk to Jason about news and notes, IFCA news and notes right. and really get the word out so that, uh, uh, that coaches understand, you know, what we're trying to do here. And that, you know, we started out doing this, with the all-star game. Well, we've expanded it. And, uh, but the whole idea behind this is the Indiana football coaches association. Right. Okay. And, uh, so that's, you know, what we're trying to do. I mean, we're just trying to, we're trying to, you know, educate, I guess. Absolutely. Uh, Maybe that's because we've been coaches and teachers our whole life. Absolutely. So we just want to continue to do that. So pass it on, uh, you know, yep. That's what we're doing. No question. All right. Well, uh, Coach, uh, thanks a lot for um, everything you do, the research and everything. I know I uh, I sound like I know what I'm talking about, but uh, none of it would be possible without Coach Uber uh, giving us uh, giving me a lot of the background information on the people that we're talking to, uh, and especially about the All Star Game themselves, as well as the coaches involved and the player bios that are involved. It takes a tremendous amount of research and time on his part, and we truly do appreciate it. It wouldn't be a very good show without any of that. So thanks a lot, Coach, and uh, we are going to uh, uh, end this podcast now, and uh, we appreciate everyone listening. We know that people are gearing up here and uh, getting ready to go into their uh, late spring and on into the summer season, so we're going to try and add to that, and we're going to, uh, of course, continue on talking about the different All-Star games as we move through um, the uh, season. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. Keep doing all the great work you guys are doing out there. You're building not only great football players, but great people. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week.